I have been listening to Audible for years. It just started with a free trial and my favorite Ellen Hildebrand book. And then once I realized how much I could accomplish in a day, like cooking for the kids, cleaning, organizing the house, you name it, um, while being entertained, I was hooked. It has all of my favorite fiction books, but it also has our favorite books on natural birth like Mindful Hypnobirthing, Birth Without Fear, Birthing From Within, Natural Childbirth, The Bradley Way, just to name a few. If you use my link, you can get 30 days free of Audible. Just go to audibletrial.com slash birthnaturally. And I suggest starting with Ina May's Guide to Childbirth if you haven't already, because that is a listener favorite. So once again, just go to audibletrial.com slash birthnaturally for 30 days free. They say giving birth is equivalent to running a marathon, but what about being pregnant and building a company from scratch while taking on the multivitamin aisle? That is the story of Ritual's founder, Kat Schneider, who started Ritual because she couldn't find a prenatal she could trust. So I just started recently taking the Essential for Women multivitamin, and it's been great so far. They are super gentle on my stomach. I can even take them without food, which is just very convenient. And yeah, it's great because I just want to fill some gaps in my diet and I feel like this is exactly what I need. They're also great tasting. Like the, the Essential for Women multivitamins have like this minty taste. So I'm so not used to that. I'm used to that like not so great aftertaste. So that's been awesome as well. So although I am not pregnant, Ritual has a prenatal that you can trust. They are made with traceable ingredients. You can literally look at a map and see where all the ingredients have come from, which is super cool. And you better believe I checked that out and I loved it. And all of the ingredients are vegan, bioavailable, and clinically studied key nutrients for before and during pregnancy. They're also non-GMO project verified, gluten, and major allergen free. So why settle for a multivitamin you're not 100% sure about? Ritual was literally built on trust, so you know it's the real deal. Ritual is offering my listeners 30% off during their first month. Visit ritual.com slash birthnaturally to start Ritual or add Essential for Women Prenatal to your subscription today. Welcome to Birth Naturally. I'm Kaylee. And I'm Kate. And we are sisters having a conversation about everything from med-free birth to natural parenting. Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode. We are sharing Jonah's home birth story today. She had a home birth with her first uh, baby, which you don't hear about a lot, so it's really interesting. She tells her story really well, so we think we'll enjoy it. It yeah, felt like we were talking to a friend. It we, really did. We, we follow her on Instagram, so I felt like I already... Yeah, we already yeah. talked to her, and she's she's really cool. So don't forget, speaking of Instagram, <laughs> don't forget to follow us at Birth Naturally, and we have a few YouTube videos up, but <laughs> we've been... A little bit lazy with um, life is di- life is very chaotic right now. Yeah, a babies, little bit. <laughs> homeschool. It's like work. There's yeah, being a mom in general. You know? Yeah, you know every season is different. Right now it's just a busy one. So <laughs> we're 
hoping that we can get back on to YouTube and doing some more fun videos for you. But we do have a few cool things up, so go check them out on YouTube. And, oh, and don't forget to rate and review us on mm -hmm. iTunes. We would really appreciate that and hope that you guys enjoyed today's episode. Welcome. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Good morning. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you start by telling us a little bit about you and your family? Sure. I am, I have a husband named Taylor. I've been with him for almost, wow, nine years and we'll be married for four years this February. Okay. We have a little boy named Bo and we have a retired greyhound racer named RC. Oh, awesome. I love your baby's name. That's so I cute. know. It's so, so <laughs> cute. So you guys have been married for a couple of years. When did you decide that you wanted to maybe expand your family a little bit? It's something that we've always talked about from the very beginning, but we're, we've just been really busy. <laughs> so <laughs> last September, my racing season, I'm a runner, ended. And I kind of joked, hey, if we want to give this a try before something else comes up in my life, like another <laughs> list or another race that maybe we should try. So that was towards the end of September. We tried in October and it happened. So <laughs> it oh, was awesome. really quick for us. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> was that like a huge surprise? You're like, oh, I thought this was going to take a little longer. <laughs> it was a huge shock. And I probably took 15 pregnancy tests because I didn't <laughs> believe it. And I waited for my birth, my uh, period to come and it never came. And <laughs> It's because I was pregnant the whole time. So so weird, isn't it? Like you're like, I was planning for this. This is what our intention was. And it's still shocking. Like yeah, shocking. Oh yes. my gosh, so shocking. I'm like, I just thought about it. Maybe I really didn't want that. <laughs> Wait, never mind. <laughs> I take it back. But no, it's something we wanted. But yes. No, I totally understand that. I, I mean, I have three and I've felt that every, every time. time. Yeah, every time there's yeah. this moment of like, what? Wait, like, wait a second. I, now I'm scared. Yeah. Um, so how did your pregnancy go? My pregnancy went pretty good. I mean, the first trimester was, I would say, very typical. I was nauseous all the time. I never actually got sick, but I just had that constant feeling of being nauseous. Mm. And I was exhausted by the end of the day. I was probably in bed five, six o'clock at night every single day. <laughs> and... Um, and which was really hard because I talked to my mom every day and we didn't tell anybody until Christmas. We held off. Oh gosh. And your mom's so, like, what is going on here? <laughs> yeah. Every day she would, I would talk to her driving into work and she would ask me how I was and I had to lie and say, I was feeling great. But oh, realistically, I couldn't eat. I was driving around with bags of pretzels in my car. Like <laughs> how <laughs> nobody figured it out at work is beyond me, but Isn't yeah. That funny. You know, like this is so obvious to you and then everyone else is just like doo, doo, doo. and it's yeah. always this random other times when you're like i feel sick and like are you pregnant and you're like no i feel sick like no, <laughs> right <I'm just> sick. <laughs> yeah and then i mean almost exactly when the second trimester hit that was gone uh the nausea mm -hmm. and i should mention that my gag reflux was really bad during the first trimester oh. and i couldn't brush my teeth for like a good month oh with my gosh oh no it oh. was just water because that would make me uh get sick 
Ugh. So I have to bring all my stuff to work. So on my lunch break, the nausea would be less. So I'd be <laughs> in the bathroom brushing my teeth every day. Oral hygiene is just very important to me. Very important. <laughs> <laughs> so the second trimester, when that ended, oh, it felt so good to be able to brush my teeth again. I'm sure. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's so funny. All the strange things that you'll never think that will be part of your life. Like when you're pregnant, you're like, nobody told me this was a possibility. Okay. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Just like so nobody funny. told me my leg hair, this is random. My, <laughs> my hair stopped growing. Really? Really, my leg hair. I've heard that before, but that what? unfortunately didn't happen. That didn't to happen me. to me either. What the heck? Yeah, and I'm not somebody who normally shaves on the regular to begin with. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had actually gotten waxed like the week that I found out I was pregnant, and then it completely stopped growing. What? And then, <sighs> wow! Ab- about a week after giving birth, I'm Chewbacca again. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's so nice. That's like a that's actually like a really positive part. Yes, yeah. that was a perk. I was like, yes, going into the summer, I didn't have to worry about it. Yeah, oh, that's awesome. That's really nice. <laughs> so. T- Tell us a little bit about, did you have any thoughts about what kind of birth that you wanted before you got pregnant or did that occur during your pregnancy or how did you approach that? Yeah, uh, birth is something that's always been an interest to me. I actually wanted to be an OBGYN when I went into college and I did some medical rotations and after seeing a circumcision, honestly, I was like, this is not for me. Uh, like not the the path that I wanted to go down but I had a couple people in my life that had done uh, natural childbirth and home births Um, not super close to me but that piqued an interest and then I remember it was one of the first dates that I went on with my husband and I told him if we ever have children I'm having a home birth oh wow And I don't know how it came up in conversation and he just didn't have a reaction. So I remember thinking, okay. Oh, that's a good one. Like this is he's a keeper. And then really the instant I found out I was pregnant when I my period never came and we were like, What's next? I just said, We're reaching out to this midwife because we're doing a home birth and he never questioned it. So and wow, for that, I'm very thankful. Yeah. Yeah. And what was the reaction you got from people when you told them, like close family and friends, about your home birth? I don't think it was a surprise for a lot of people mm-hmm. in my life. Um, it was definitely a surprise for others, and <laughs> the worries started. Um, and I shared publicly a lot on social media that I was going to be doing a home birth. Mm-hmm. And very quickly, I just started hearing everybody's trauma mm-hmm. birth stories. Mm-hmm. And it's just not what I wanted to hear. So I actually very early in the pregnancy got rid of Facebook. Smart. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of things happening in the world right now with mm-hmm. coronavirus and elections and pregnancy everybody has an opinion on all of it so (laughs) I just got rid of that social media platform because I didn't want to hear it but for the most part family members especially were really quiet if they weren't supportive they were at least really quiet and yeah I think part like because you know we were both pregnant when this whole everything you know like the world went crazy Mm -hmm. and suddenly home birth became not so crazy anymore you know, because <laughs> mm-hmm. nobody wanted to go to the hospital and the biggest naysayers were like, oh, well, maybe that's a, you know, not such a bad idea. Right. And 
suddenly it wasn't anymore. So that's kind of one of, I was saying that we were talking about that the other day, like that home birth has really become more normalized now, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank Which is a positive. Yeah, yeah. One positive came from yes. this. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good thing. So, so how did you prepare? Did you read anything or were you prepared prior because you knew about home birth or did you have any good I... resources? felt really prepared, to be honest. I'm just a go-with-the-flow kind of person. I did read Ina May's Guide to Childbirth, which I absolutely loved. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, I had watched Ricky Lake's Business of Being Born years ago when it first came out. So um, I thought about watching that with my husband, but because he never doubted it, I never brought it up. Mm -hmm. But I did watch, and I tried to get him to watch a lot of videos on YouTube. (laughs) (laughs) and he was just not having it he was not interested whatsoever um but i watched i watched seriously like every positive birth store home birth story i think on youtube i love it and i cry like every time (laughs) yes exactly the same thing and then because i started working from home i started walking even more than i was before my running took a back seat because everything got canceled. Mm-hmm. So I started walking and that's actually how I found you guys uh, just listening to birth stories. And mm-hmm. I would be out there for hours every day and I would soak up every story that I possibly could. That's so helpful, isn't it? Yeah. That's, it how, sure that's exactly how I got prepared for my home birth too. It's just hearing everybody's stories, all mm-hmm. the possibilities. I love it. Mm-hmm. So how were you feeling as you approached your due date? Were you getting excited or were you getting a little nervous? I was pretty indifferent about it, to be honest. I (laughs) couldn't believe that it was happening this whole time. Like I knew I was pregnant, but I think because the second and third trimester, I felt so good. I really didn't feel hindered by my pregnancy until the very end. So people would comment and I, I heard a lot that I was very small which in the beginning you hear, oh, I'm not getting a lot of weight. That sounds good. But then you start questioning, of course, the baby growing, mm-hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. it, it would get in your head. And then finally, towards the end, I started to pop. And of course, in upstate New York in July, it's 90 plus degrees and we don't have AC. So oh, I was no. feeling it. <laughs> oh, um, but I mean, I felt really comfortable as my duty approached, I thought I was going to go early. Everybody thought so because of how active I was and my mom went early with me, but I just kept telling myself like, it'll come and go if it needs, needs to pass. But I knew I was going to have a home birth. I just, I'm huge into manifestation. So Mm -hmm. the visualization for me was really big every single day. Hey guys, we just wanted to take a quick second to tell you about something we're really excited about. We have finally launched our Birth Naturally merch. It is officially available on bonfire.com and we have something for everyone. We have, whether you're a homeschooling mom or a home birth mom, we even have some things for babies. So you got to go and check that out. We're super excited and we hope that you guys love it. So you can head over to the show notes. There will be a link there. And you can also find a link in our Instagram bio. We have a link tree and you can just click that and go and check it out. Tell us what you think. So let's get back to the episode. Mm -hmm. So did you end up going overdue and how did that go? I did not. Oh, you didn't. 
I did not know Bo was actually born on his due date. Oh, oh I remember seeing that. Yeah. That's so cool. <laughs> and everybody said, of course, he was born on his due date because if you know me, I carry around a planner. Everything is written down. <laughs> I am on time. <laughs> so he's a prompt little fellow. Oh, yeah. that's awesome. That's like his mama. <laughs> <laughs> so yes. how did your contractions, how did you know it was the real deal? Well, so we can back up to Friday. He was born on a Monday, his mm-hmm. due date. Friday, I went to the chiropractor. I went to the chiropractor frequently throughout my entire pregnancy. I went, he did a little bit of extra manipulation on my back. And he said to me, this baby is going to come soon, which everybody was saying the whole <laughs> week. So mm-hmm. I took it with a grain of salt. So I thanked him. My husband drove with me to that appointment because it's an hour away. And we were like, okay, if something happens, mm-hmm. like nobody knows how to drive my car. I still drive stick. So he made me take his vehicle. It was like this. <laughs> mm-hmm. So Friday, nothing happened. Saturday, I woke up in my mucus plug. I actually lost it very early in the day. Mm-hmm. And I didn't tell anybody because I didn't want any, like the clock to start mm-hmm. with family to start to worry or anything like that. Right. And my goal, the entire pregnancy, I told everybody was I wanted to bake a cake while I was in labor. <laughs> and people thought I was crazy, but I heard it distracts you from the contractions. Oh, definitely. That, yeah, that weekend was supposed to be like 90 degrees. <laughs> <laughs> Good so, cake making weather. <laughs> perfect. So I baked a cake first thing Saturday morning and told myself if this baby doesn't come by his due date, well, the due date, I didn't know it was a little boy at the time. I would just eat the cake and we would make another one when the time comes. (laughs) So I baked the cake. Nothing happened on Saturday. I did my normal walks. Sunday, I got up. I walked really early in the day, probably like two and a half miles. All day Sunday, I was very tired, but it was also, again, 90 degrees out. We don't have air conditioning. So I was laying really low. I woke up that afternoon and said, let's go swimming. And it was about four o'clock. We met a friend out about an hour away in a creek. We didn't tell anybody we were doing this because I didn't want mothers to worry that I'm a far away in the creek with no mucus plug. (laughs) (laughs) So we went swimming for a couple hours and it was so perfect because I just cooled right down. That sounds so nice. I I mean, I, I know that really hot pregnant feeling is, oh. Yeah. And that was the first time that I'd gone swimming the entire pregnancy. So it just, to be that big and in the water, it felt really good. Mm-hmm. And we drove home, got some Thai takeout. I went for a walk that evening after hours, which was not atypical for me because I waited until the sun to go down a lot to walk. And I did three and a half more miles that night. Wow and came in took a shower and hopped into bed that was like 11 o'clock at night on sunday and at one o'clock in the morning on monday i woke up to go to the bathroom and i was a little crampy but nothing really stood out to me and i got back into bed and i just couldn't lay still i was like what is going on it wasn't like period cramps at the time Mm -hmm. at that point but it was just a little crampy i couldn't lay still So I went downstairs to let my husband sleep and I laid down there for a little while and I was breathing through them. And 
like being a first time mom, I didn't know what a contraction felt like mm-hmm. at all. So yeah. I'm Googling it. Yeah, of course. <laughs> and then, is this a contraction? Yeah. And then I'm like, this is too soon. Like, there's no way this is happening right now. So then I downloaded a contraction app because I thought, I think I can time whatever's happening. Oh, that's and, how you know it's real. When right? you download that app. Yeah. <laughs> and I was timing what I thought were contractions. And after like five or six, the app told me to go to the hospital. Oh, oh my gosh. Better get going. <laughs> yeah. Because they were less than five minutes and they were at least lasting for a minute long. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. So <laughs> I ran upstairs as fast as I could, which really was not a run. And I remember just laughing and giggling and waking my husband up and being like, I think this baby's coming. Can you come downstairs and try to time these for me because I thought well maybe I'm hitting it too soon because Mm -hmm. I'm in control of the app right so he came downstairs and I was telling him when to hit the buttons and again after like five or six it's like time to get to the hospital (laughs) and it's about three o'clock in the morning right now and he really wanted to call the midwife and I did not want to because she had this rule, do not call between 7 p.m. and 7 a.m. if you're in early labor. And mm-hmm. I didn't know what was early labor or anything. I didn't want to wake her up. But I, he was very insistent. I could tell that would make him comfortable. So we called the midwife and woke her up. I felt horrible. <laughs> and um, I could still talk through my, well, contractions. I use the word waves a lot. Um, I could still talk through them. They were fine. She said the midwife assistant was going to come. And I said, great. And we hung up. And for like the next half an hour, I glazed this birthday cake because I thought, I think this is happening. (laughs) So there needs to be frosting on this cake. (laughs) So that took about a half an hour. The weird things that you focus on, like you're like, well, the cake needs to Yeah, I was just so focused on squeezing lemons and powdered sugar during that time. (laughs) It's a good distraction, though. That's very smart. It really was. And the midwife assistant came shortly after four o'clock that morning. And then to go back to what you were mentioning about everybody wanting a home birth, my midwife took on a lot of home births once this all hit. Mm -hmm. And a lot of them were in July. So she actually planned to have another midwife come up from Florida who then quarantined. And then I ended up meeting her once. Uh, She came that morning and my midwife had promised like, I will be at yours. You had me booked since November. I will be there. Just maybe not the whole time. And so I was fine with the other midwife coming. She came shortly after four o'clock And I just remember them telling me to lay down because it's going to be a while (laughs) Mm -hmm. and you're going to want your energy, but I could not lay down whatsoever. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I, at this point wanted to go out and pick flowers for this birthday cake (laughs) 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 and they, (laughs) they convinced me that I had to wait for the sun to come up. So I laid down on the couch and the midwife's assistant, she ended up giving me one of those peanut balls. 
Mm-hmm. I was fine laboring without it, but she was like, let's try the peanut ball. And the minute she gave me that, and it was in between my legs, it really intensified contractions. And I actually felt nauseous at this point. And I ended up getting sick multiple times from that intensity. Mm -hmm. And that kind of unnerved me a little because you hear about women getting sick in like right before transition or as they're going in, but never in early labor. So I got sick and they reassured me that it was perfectly fine. Your body's getting everything out and ready for the baby. And at that point, I thought my water broke because I felt like a little bit of warmth liquid. So I got up and I went to the bathroom and they checked and it was not amniotic fluid. It was not my waters. It must have just been like a little leak of urine. And when I wiped, it was a little bloody. And that freaked me out. I mean, I had heard birth was a bloody mess or could be, but I didn't expect it that early. Mm-hmm. And they're like, nope, this is normal. So mm-hmm. I changed into like my bathing suit and the sun was finally coming up. So I got to go outside and go to our garden to pick flowers for this birthday cake. Mm-hmm. And I was outside laboring for a little while. And I came inside and then I was insistent that we go for a walk to pick more flowers and some raspberries. So I threw on a sundress and then the midwife assistant and I, we walked my block, which is about a half a mile. And I have no idea how long it took me to walk. Didn't you post pictures of you doing, of you walking? Yes, and I, I have remember. more photos of oh, it. Of I love this. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> because she took photos of me, and I'm literally every 10 feet taking a break and laboring on people's front porches. The <laughs> oh, <laughs> neighbors are probably like, what is happening? <laughs> it was still really early, but... And at one point, I remember, like, hugging a telephone pole, like, oh, because I gosh. couldn't stand up and... I was perfectly comfortable on this block because it was early. I had walked literally over 500 miles since March being home in this mm-hmm. neighborhood. Wow. I knew who was up and who wasn't, and I knew <laughs> I was okay on this block. So we walked, and I picked more flowers. And then when we got into the house, I, of course, I wanted to decorate the cake, so I'm decorating it. And then I want to take the cake outside to take a photo for Instagram. Of course. <laughs> you know, normal priorities during early yeah. labor. But I knew I couldn't post the photo because people knew if I posted oh, yeah. a birthday cake, they would know I was in labor. So I was just taking photos. And the last photo that I took on my phone was at 6.49 a.m. And... So I end up coming inside. They want me to lay down. I don't want to lay down at this point. I'm standing and laboring, holding on to like the kitchen counters. I'm starting to moan at this point. I did get on the couch and I was like almost in a squatting position, like on my knees, my arms up over the back of the couch, like really sitting into it. And this doesn't sound like early labor to me. No, 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 it doesn't. (laughs) (laughs) But I think because, I mean, I know I have a really high pain tolerance and I'm an athlete and like an ultra marathoner. I know 
it's all in my head. And every single minute that I was having a wave, I just told myself it only lasts a minute, which Mm -hmm. in my head as a runner, I tell myself you can do anything for a mile. Uh So a minute seemed really easy to me (laughs) because Mm -hmm. I was like, and I, at one point I remember asking the midwife, like, do contractions get longer than this? Or is it like two minutes? Because I'm going to have to change my mindset of Uh I can do anything for two minutes. And she was like, it can last a little longer, but it's typically a minute. And I was like, okay, I've got this. And she, so my goal for this birth, when I, when I was manifesting everything, I wanted to have, I wanted to give birth outside in a birth tub. Mm -hmm. And at this point, the tub wasn't even full because nobody believed like how far along I was. Mm -hmm. So they were just trying to get me to relax. My husband's in the guest room laying down with the dog. He's not sleeping. I can tell he's, I knew he was probably just laying there listening to me. Mm-hmm. they were like you should go upstairs and maybe soak in your bathtub to like relax before laying down and they filled up our bathtub and I got in and it felt so good my husband came up I like had a couple waves in there like maybe three or four and it was just it felt amazing to be in the tub and then I felt again even though I was in the water I almost felt like a gush again and I didn't know if I had peed myself or like it leaked or Mm -hmm. if it was my waters again. And I like went instinctively to wipe myself almost to see like how bloody it was. I think in my head, I was in, I was in la la land at this point and that pressure from like wiping myself again, gave me the most intense contraction And I instantly just started vomiting and, and I was like in the tub. I remember seeing my husband, he has a gag reflex. Like like, he's trying so hard not to get sick. I'm trying hard not to make him sick, even though I am getting sick. The midwife's assistant's trying to get him out of the bathroom. And I hear her say like, let's go fill up the tub downstairs to kind of distract him and I had to get out of the bathtub because the waves were really strong at this point, really intense. And I got out and I remember holding on to the bathroom counter, like the sink and the midwife wanting me to lay back down to relax. And I'm like, I was starting to get a little frustrated. She really didn't know who I was. She wasn't understanding where you were in labor. (laughs) Exactly. There's no laying down at that point. And I I remember making a comment like, I think I have to go to the bathroom. And she's like, you can go to the bathroom right here on the floor. We'll clean it up. And I'm like, no, this is a brand new cream colored rug. She's like, then sit on the toilet. You're right there. And, And I did have to go to the bathroom. And my plan was not to be checked because... I didn't want to know mentally mm-hmm. where I was and they really had no plans of checking me, but I convinced the midwife to check me. And this is a hazy of like when that happened sequence of events, mm-hmm. but she ended up checking me and I was fully dilated, ready wow. to go. Wow. She said my, like my cervical lip had like cervix just had like a tiny little lip. Um, and I had to poop. I just kept saying, I have to poop. Like, <laughs> we got back on the toilet, which 
after reading or listening to all these birth stories, oh, yeah. I know what that meant. But yeah. in the moment, I oh, you're convinced. Know. You're like, no, 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 no. You don't understand. <laughs> Just poop. <laughs> I do have to poop, and I do remember sitting there, and I did have to poop, and I remember <laughs> making the comment like, "There's so much poop." Like, but what was happening was I was feeling the fetal ejection reflex at that point oh. even stronger than what. I was feeling when I was standing and the midwife came and sat down in front of me and uh, she was like, that's the baby's head. Oh Oh, wow. She was like, do you want to feel this? And I was like, no. And she was like screaming downstairs. She was like, we need the birth kit. We need daddy. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm sitting. And at that point on the toilet, that is when the waves were like almost out of body. Mm. And looking back, I don't, like right now I can't remember the pain and I don't know if I was in pain. It was just so intense. And And I think that position makes it really intense. Like Uh sitting on the toilet, people say it's like, it changes things. uh, Yeah. I gave birth on a birth stool and she said, if you're, if you're in that position, it's really intense and it's like really fast. So you were just kind of speeding things along (laughs) without knowing. Right. And at that point, I looked up and my midwife was there, the one that I had worked with for nine months. And I remember her looking at me and saying, you're going to have a baby. And I was like, I know, like I knew it. I, I couldn't believe how fast it was happening. And she was like, you have to get off the toilet. So you either need to get on the floor or you need to get into bed. So I chose to get into bed and... I don't remember that short walk at all. Oh, yeah, that sounds fun. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember, but I remember being on my knees again, my arms up over the headboard. I, I really enjoyed that like squatting position in the bed and nothing. I don't remember the midwife setting anything up because we didn't have any plastic down or anything because I was anticipating a water birth, not upstairs in bed. But they made it happen. And I remember I loved pushing because I felt in control, like reading and hearing all those stories. I knew biologically what was happening. So Mm. I could focus on that feeling of the baby uh, coming down. Mm. And at one point, so for our birth kit, we had to buy olive oil. Mm Mm-hmm. And one of my last trips to Trader Joe's, I decided to buy the smallest bottle of olive oil out of convenience, thinking for them to carry around, the smaller the bottle, the better. Mm-hmm. And I'm in bed. I have no idea. I'm, I thought I was screaming at this point. My husband said I was chanting open. That was one of my words. Mm-hmm. Open. Mm-hmm. <laughs> really long while I was contracting. And I felt something on my bottom. And I remember being like, what is that feeling? And they were like, that's the baby's head coming down. And I was like, no, like I feel a tickle. What is that feeling? And they were like, oh, Shivani, that was one of the midwives is massaging your perineum. She's massaging you to help you. And I remember thinking, okay, yes, that, that explains what that feeling would be right now. And the next thing I know, I'm screaming or shouting, 
but why does it smell like pizza in here? (laughs) (laughs) It is 95 degrees. I am sweating. I am working with the waves of pushing my child out and it smells like pizza, like a regular, like everybody paused. I remember looking over my shoulder and then looking at the bottle of olive oil that I had purchased and it was garlic flavored. Oh my (laughs) my gosh. So I've got garlic olive oil all over the bed, all over me. Like, oh, oh no. Lovely. That'll mask the new baby smell. Like, and that's... like we were all laughing so hard. Oh my Oops. gosh. Yeah. I have no, I, it felt like I was pushing for two minutes. I think my husband said it was more like 15 uh, minutes. Isn't it weird how time like doesn't exist when you're? Yeah, it's so weird. And I remember having to pause when the waves would pass and having to wait for the next one. And I remember thinking, okay, like the next is going to be the ring of fire. Like this is coming. It's okay. And they said you're going to feel a gush of water at some point. So I was kind of anticipating that feeling, and then like he just shot out like (laughs) ended up being in call so my water broke and so it was just like one big push i don't he never like stayed put where the head comes out and then you wait and then the rest comes out it was just all at once wow wow it just was so fast and they broke the waters and passed him through my legs and the rest is really just a blur. And I remember when he finally was like on my chest when I was flipped over, I was like, oh, my little garlic knot. Oh. <laughs> it smells so like pizza. Funny. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Gosh, that's and too funny. Yeah, everybody lost it. They thought it was so cute. Like, oh. But talking to my husband after like hours later when we were like thinking back to the birth and oh my gosh I can't believe that just happened and the garlic Taylor my husband thought the midwife the one who had come in last minute even though they were all wearing masks he thought she ate an everything bagel or something like that before she came and was burping that's what he thought (laughs) he's like ew can you stop (laughs) She was like, I'm so thankful it was the garlic olive oil and that. Yeah, that's way grosser. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. So what time was it that he was born? He was born at 9.16. Wow. wow yeah, that gosh. is really fast. Yeah, for, really especially quick. for your first. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow. so 6.49 was still, that's the last time I took a photo. And at that point I was starting to moan and it mm-hmm. was still very reasonable, but yeah. It was two wow. hours later. That sounds like an amazing labor. Yeah. It <laughs> like, was wow. It was awesome. That's amazing. So how was the recovery and how was it being at home? I mean, I know you don't have anything to compare it to, but mm-hmm. how'd your recovery go? It was really well. I um I mean it was all a blur now looking back, even though it was mm-hmm. just two months ago. For <laughs> yeah. my goal, our bedroom is upstairs. My goal was a week of not going downstairs. And I lasted four days. So that mm-hmm. was great. Yeah, that's not too bad, actually. Not <laughs> bad. So I'm very thankful for my husband. Literally everything that I requested, he brought up. <laughs> and then 
I probably took my first walk at the one week mark just to the end of the street and back, but my recovery was great. Um, I mean, the only downfall is with what's happening with coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Other than my mom, the first week who had quarantined in anticipation of me giving birth, nobody really saw us. Nobody had been into our house actually until last weekend. So mm-hmm. Aww, was, that is sad. It's hard. Yeah. So you want to show off your new baby. Yeah. But recovery has been great. Just taking it really easy for firm believer of the 40, like the 40 days, mm-hmm. the first 40 days of taking it easy and really doing as less as possible. Yeah. And we did a lot of cooking. So we had a lot of freezer meals um, warm meals like soups and just meals that I enjoy eating so that I had read there was a book the first 40 days uh, a lot of um, eastern yeah traditional cultures yeah, yeah. they um, they believe in like warm liquids and mm-hmm. just to heal your body it's so yeah. important that's um mm-hmm. yeah we were my, my husband is British and over there they have you know like a long maternity leave Mm-hmm. like most places and mm-hmm. he said like Hilda is almost she'll be six weeks this week mm-hmm. and he said it's just amazing that here it's almost like you're expected to just go back to normal very right. quickly but yeah. even in other you know European cultures it's like you're you can you can kind of take it easy I mean you did a big major thing you gave yeah, right Right. But here we're just like, okay, you had a baby. All right, that's done. But you can go back to work. Yeah, I was thankful my husband took advantage of the paid family leave here. And I don't know if other states have it, but New York has it. No, so you have uh, net for this year, it's 10 weeks paid at 60%. So he oh, took wow. a month's worth of that time. Um, and then he's banking the rest for when I ultimately have to go back to work in November. But Um, So he took the first month off and everybody thought that was crazy because uh, unfortunately not a lot of partners get to take that time off. That's really, that's really, really nice. Like that really helps you too. when you can kind of like tag team and you know, you can have, and it it can be very lonely in the beginning when it's your first, you know, and you're, you're just kind of sitting at home. That's Mm -hmm. nice. He got to be home with you. Yeah. Yeah, really. And he's still home, I should say. He's working. He's from working home. from home. Oh yeah, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. New York State. We're still. There's still a lot of restrictions, so he's working from home. But so that's even nice. I'm like, yeah, I'm yeah like, definitely. Here's the baby. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Oh my gosh. That's such a nice like transition into motherhood that you can. Yeah. Yeah. You yes. have a helper there. Like mm-hmm. that's so nice. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So is there anything you would do differently? And um, obviously you would definitely have a home birth for your night if you <laughs> yeah, have another. Not, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I would definitely, um, I abs- I loved every detail about that birthday. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think looking back, we didn't want anybody to know I was in labor for the reasons of like, it could last days. Right. Uh, we didn't want that pressure. Um, so we really, we did not tell anybody until about three or four hours after he was born. But looking back, I think I would have my mom there. Mm-hmm. I think for the next one, I I would ask her to be there. Oh, Just, that would be so nice and special yeah, for her. Yeah. And I didn't know. I mean, she felt comfortable with the home birth aspect of it. At least mm-hmm. I think she did. She didn't. 
didn't say anything negative about it. (laughs) (laughs) So I think it would be nice to, she had really fast natural births as well. So, Mm -hmm. oh, that's, that would be nice to have that support. Yeah. Yeah. So have you had any products that you've really loved for you or for, for Bo the last two months? Products? Wow. I don't think so. I mean, we did very little shopping. The community around here for secondhand items were is really good. Uh, like, I didn't even buy a baby monitor. I put it out there on Facebook last night. I was like, anybody have a baby monitor? Now that he's like, <laughs> that's a way to do it. Seriously. Yeah. yeah. yeah exactly. I feel like we've tried a bunch of products and then he just doesn't like them. So mm-hmm. the is the best. The hot, I mean, everybody mentions is it the Haka. Yeah. That's really great. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, product wise, I don't have any. I yeah, they did, don't need much. <laughs> yeah, I did love. Um, I have two journals. One is finished now. One is from Write to Me, and it's called the Bump Journal, and it's for the entire pregnancy. They have a week. Oh, bread. So you can, there's a spot for questions for the oh. midwife or doctors. You can write what was happening that week. There's a spot for a photo. So that journal, I really loved not only to keep me on track for the, each midwife's appointment, but it was just a really great way to put down That's my a nice thing. Yeah. To look back on too. Yeah. yeah. And, and especially and to compare to your next, if you have another baby to yeah. go back and be like, did that happen before? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And when did that end? If I was sick or, Mm -hmm. and with everything that was going on with the coronavirus, like I put all the details of like, this is the day we got shut down and we had to work from home. So it's going to be a really great piece to look back on even 30 years from now, just to be like, wow, remember that time when (laughs) (laughs) all these women. And then like right now I'm journaling in a journal called promptly, which lasts from birth to 18 years old oh journaling a lot it's like a baby book yeah I've never done a baby book and I always regret it I know I don't think of it at the time I know my second asked like the other day like do I have a baby book I was like (laughs) I remember I can scribble down real quick intended to do that but (laughs) yeah good for you sticking with yeah that's awesome like that's such a special thing too for you know if Bo has a baby one day and you can, mm-hmm. you know, pass that along, like, yeah, that's really sweet. Yeah. Wow. Oh my gosh. Your story was amazing. How can our listeners get in touch with you? Sure. I am on Instagram for sure. Mm-hmm. And my username is Z lemons, Z E E L E M O N S. And yeah, that's where I spend most of my time now. Yeah. And people will, your, your Instagram is so fun and cute. And I feel like we already knew you because we've been chatting on Instagram so long, you know, like, I know, yeah. <laughs> like, I no, know this story. <laughs> fun to connect like that. You guys had somebody on a couple months ago living in Europe and with the twins and now mm-hmm. her name is blanking me. And I believe it was you guys, maybe it was another podcast, but it's fun connecting with all these people. I know. After really every episode and connecting and yeah, and especially watch now. the babies grow. Yeah, yeah. And like now that, you know, your community may, you may not be able to get out into your community and to be able to build that little place online with people mm-hmm. going through the same thing that you are. It's really, mm-hmm. it's nice. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming on and sharing your story. Thank you so much yeah. for having me. And Bo made it through. I know, not not a peep. (laughs) Thanks so much to Jonah for coming on and sharing her story with us. 
Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Birth Naturally and give us a five-star rating and review on iTunes, if you please. Don't mind Hilda's hiccups. <laughs> See you next time, guys. Thank <laughs> you.